when I was a kid. Guys like me were brought up to follow codes. Hey, jerk off. What'd you say? What? Antonio Soprano. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. Yep, currently watching the new Sopranos movie, The Many Saints of Newark. Hey, I'm watching it also. What, what are you up to? Where am I up to? I think I'm about halfway into it. That's it? Yeah. I had something to do today, so I, I only watched half of it. I stopped, and I figured I'd go back and catch up on it later. I, I'm. I, it's like a fine wine. I'm just sipping it right now. I'm just surprised that you waited so long to watch The Many Saints of Newark because you've been talking about it since, I mean, I think even before it was announced, you were like, I think they're doing a Sopranos movie, a prequel. You've been talking about it for years. Right. But it's not, see, I'm going to watch it many times. Right. So I had something to do like right in the middle of it. So I watched the first half just to make sure I could get it on HBO Max. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to be sure it was there. Mm-hmm. So I watched half of it and I'm like, I'm going to keep it. It, it. I put the cork back on the bottle of wine and put it back in the, in the fridge. <laughs> I'll, I'll come to this later. But this surprises me because I really thought that the second they dropped it at midnight, you were going to be the first person to be like, I'm staying up late to watch it. I figured you'd wake, wake up early something, you know, you would have. No. I'm surprised you're only halfway through. I mean, I only have 20 minutes to go. I was like, oh, let me watch most of it because I'm sure he watched all of it. So this way we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Okay. So what do you think of the first half? I love it. And not only do I love it, I realize as I'm getting towards the end of the film, there's still a lot of unanswered questions about how Tony becomes Tony. And I was like, okay, we need more movies. Mm-hmm. It's not really about Tony. No, I know. It's about Moltisanti. It's right. Because so the whole idea is that Christopher Moltisanti, Michael Imperioli is voicing the whole thing. But I need the next movie to be more about Tony, where Tony's son voices it is the narrator to tell you, you know, well, at the time I was a kid, but later I became this. Or maybe Mm -hmm. they can cobble together some James Gandolfini stuff. My, My point is. When they get to this, I see where the movie's going and I love it, but it's it's not enough. It stops at a point that it does not answer enough questions. I need another. I'll need another movie. See, I'm just saying this ahead of time. And and that's the thing that I was worried about is I wanted it to be a series. Oh, no, it, it has to be. <laughs> it yeah. will be. It has to be because they're 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 just they're scratching the surface right now. Mm-hmm. And I love seeing. All the people brought back like Pussy and and Polly and 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 all this. So I, I love the scene, the Artie Tony friendship when they were kids. Right. Yeah, it is the interesting, Artie right? Friendship. I like that. I mean, there's a lot of things. Everything I bought it so far, I love. The acting is phenomenal across the board. It, it's so good it's all really good actors and they're doing their best and what's really interesting is um cory stoll who plays young junior or you know junior i guess everyone's young in it so he just he plays uncle june um he was saying that when david chase sat down with them he said obviously i think it's a good idea that you go back and watch the soprano series but if you don't 
what I really want you to do is go back and watch your character and study your character. And that's what they all went back and did. So what's really interesting is you get these young people who, you know, may or may not have watched Sopranos when it came out, really studying the characters, like really studying um, Chianese and how he did Uncle June in the Sopranos. And then you see Corey Stoll, like he's really Uncle June. All of them. I mean, Vera Famiglia, she is uh, live, live like she is the mother. Like, it's crazy because in moments you're like, well, is she going there? And she does. So you're like, OK, well, she really studied Nancy Marchand. So mm-hmm. she's really playing Tony's mother just as you would picture her as a young woman. Like, okay. you know, sometimes you think like people just over over time, they get more snarky and more, I don't know, uh, curmudgeonly. No, she always was, which is so mm-hmm. fascinating about this character. So, yeah, the only person I don't like is Janice. She's annoying. I mean, she was annoying on you, the show. She's like still Janice. annoying. You didn't like Janice when Janice was Janice. Yeah. So, yeah, so. The, the thing, okay, if you haven't watched it by now, screw you. We're going to ruin it. Just <laughs> <laughs> We're going to ruin the this part of the, I don't get Ray Liotta's part at all. Um. Then you haven't gotten far enough. Okay. Uh, so it, in your, as you're watching it, what's happening with Ray Liotta? Like, what's the last thing you saw Ray Liotta doing? Well, the first Ray Liotta died. Oh, okay. So you know that he dies and he plays his twin. Okay. So there's a twin, but I, oh, did, okay, you, I didn't, didn't understand that. that. So when I saw him in jail, I'm like, no, he died. I don't understand how. So that, that confuses me. No, Dickie says to him, listen, you know, my uh, my dad died, your brother, you know, I, I got to tell guy, you, though, it's the same Ray Liotta. I know because no, no, he's not the same. The The one that's in prison is a little more like he's into jazz. He's a little more mellow. He's like, yeah, you know, I did the crime. I got to do the time. I don't talk to anybody here. I'm into jazz. I just read books, mm-hmm. you know, whereas the first Ray Liotta, the brother, his you know, twin brother was a loud mouth. He was an asshole. He beat up on women. You know, he was a jerk. This guy's a little calmer. I mean, they're both part of the mafia. They're both part. They're both made men. So they have to do what they have to do. So they're not nice people. Mm-hmm. But the the brother is nicer than yeah, the, Ray Liotta, who ends up getting killed. The, the nicer one is in jail for murder. <laughs> that's the nicer one <laughs> so that no, will no, tell because you what he, the first he kills, like. he kills a rival he kills a right. he kills a rival who happened to have been a made man which is why he ends up going to prison so it's not like he killed you know some nice lady and her baby walking down the street he killed another gangster yeah to, to tell you how great these people are at acting that are in this show ray liotta looks like a bad actor and Ray right. Liotta is an amazing actor, but these people like that played Christopher's dad is an amazing actor. I don't even know right. who that is. Just great. So everybody plays their part perfectly. Uh, so far, I'm very happy. I just don't want it to end. I think that's the acting why is I, phenomenal. I th- yeah, I agree. The, the acting is phenomenal across the board. Everybody in it is amazing. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I stopped it because I don't want it to end. <laughs> <laughs> and I might tonight go back and start from the beginning and watch it all the way through. 
Well, what's interesting is you're also getting some of a historical aspect of what's what was going on at the time in Newark and what Newark has become since. It's very subtle, but so Leslie Odom Jr. plays that character. I think Harold is the character's name. And uh, when he's a young thug, he's Richie Baltasante's, you know, he's his like errand boy or whatever. Mm. And then as he gets older, he doesn't really want to work for the Moltisantes anymore. He kind of wants to go off and do his own thing and have his own crew. And I think it's really interesting how it reflects in real life, how the mafia basically left Newark and left it in charge of the of the black gangs, like how the gangs took over mm-hmm. Newark and they pushed the Italians out. You know, the Italians ended up in like Nutley and further out in New Jersey and and other places. But but it's a but the fight for Newark is a, a pivotal part of this movie. And that actually really did happen. So there's aspects of this that are kind of reflective of their time. So um, without without being too heavy handed, you know, there's still there's still characters that, you know, it's it's like the the antihero. Mm-hmm. It's all these characters that you're supposed to hate them because they're all criminals and they're all murderers. But some of them are so charming and you want them. You want good things to happen for these horrible people, yeah, which is exactly what they did. Started no, out. But that, that's what I'm saying, which is what they did in The Sopranos, which is why this is so brilliant, because it's doing it again where they're loathsome people. But some of them you just really want you cheer for you root for. Yeah. Not only is today the day that the Sopranos movie came out, but it's also Rocktober 1st. So we always look forward to Rocktober 1st. Yeah. So we have something traditional that we do on our show every single year that we've been doing for the 10, 11 years that we've been doing this show together. We have this special Rocktober thing that we do. But because of the structure of the show right now, we couldn't really do it the way we wanted to. So what we did instead is we put together our best of Rocktober mm-hmm. and it's funny as hell. It's one of our favorite things. And we have that for you at the end of this episode. Yes. So stick around for that. And we're yes. going to start and doing I- that. We're going to start throwing since we have, we have so much best of material for this show that at the end of our shows that we do daily, we're going to have a little best of piece. So you can go down the history of the show. Right. And if you're new to the show, Anthony and I have been doing this show together as a radio show for um, on and off for about 10, 11 years. Mm-hmm. And um, just about a year and a half ago, we started doing it as a podcast. And we have so much stuff from all the years that we did the show together. We have uh, great interviews with Miley Cyrus, Lady Gaga and Harry Styles. And then we have some of our funny, regular guests, people that became characters in our show that whose names you wouldn't know, but they're people that were like regular callers and listeners that we always got accused of hiring as actors, but they Mm. were just, you know, our friends who called into the show, not our friends, but like listeners that became our friends. And we'll throw Um, in some Atlanta stuff too sometimes. And there'll be a lot of stuff that will be at the end of our show now. Right. So you'll have some of our best stuff. Just you can get a little history of our show, what we've done before, some of our funnier bits uh, because none of this is funny. <laughs> so it, at the very end, it'll be really it'll funny. Be really I funny. promise. Stick around, you'll laugh. Be really, really funny. Um, all right. So here's what I want to talk about today. There's a couple of things going on that I thought were kind of interesting. Um, there is a TikToker who put out her list of first date rules, and I wanted to run them by you. I thought about playing her TikTok for you, but here's the problem: she talks very quickly. 
and she has kind of an annoying vocal, vocal frying voice and you know, she talks like that. Mm-hmm. It's it goes fast. It's hard to really get into what she's saying. Like, I want to really I think I think her first date rules are interesting. And she she breezes by them so fast. Right. Um, and then she's got that vocal fry thing that you hate. So I thought, you know what? Instead, let me get her list and we can discuss it rather than having her rattle her way through it. How do you feel about that? Yeah, she's she's hot. So what I'll do is for my uh, standpoint is I'm just going to pause her video on my other computer so I can okay. stare at her while you talk. Okay, that's fine. You can go ahead and do that. Okay. All right. So here's the thing about her. She's she put out these first date rules and these are good for her. Some of them might be good for you and some of them are really weird. Okay, so she's five, seven. And when she goes on a dating app, she will not clearly not interested in a guy that's shorter than six feet tall because she's five, seven. You know, that's her thing. She wants a guy if she wears heels taller than her. Mm -hmm. So she says on a first date. She will always wear heels to see if you're lying about your height. Why does she have to wear heels to know I'm lying about my height? If know, she's five seven, she can wear flats and just tell that way. Yeah, she must have something. She doesn't go into this, but she must have something on her page that says, I'm five seven. I like to wear heels. You need to be at least six feet tall to ride this ride. Mm-hmm. Next, you know swiping I mean? left. Okay. Um, she says that she will arrive three to five minutes late. Left. So she wants you know <laughs> she wants you to know ahead of time that if you're telling her we're meeting at eight, she'll be there closer to eight oh five. Here's her reasoning, and I want to know how you feel about this. She likes the idea that the guy picks the place. Mm-hmm. He's asked her on the date, so it's almost like hosting a party. You know, you don't host a party and then you tell your friends to be there at eight, and you're still like in the shower at eight fifteen. Do you know what I mean? Like you should be ready to go. You should have the wine bottles open, the cheese out. What I don't know what people do at parties anymore. Um, but you know, whatever the coke out, whatever mm-hmm. it is you do at your parties. <laughs> lines of coke. Lines of <laughs> lines of coke and cheese. <laughs> Coke's over here. Cheese is over here. We have acid over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, and a charcuterie over here. Right. Um, but you know you. The idea is that you're not still in the shower at the time you tell the person to be there. So it's almost like the guy is hosting the date. If he says eight o'clock, he better be there at eight. And when she gets there at eight oh three, eight oh five, you better be sitting at the table waiting for her or sitting at the bar, wherever it is, waiting for her. Okay. If I say eight o'clock and it's eight oh five and you're not there yet, I'm leaving. Right, because you're late. I showed up at 745. I guarantee I was 15 minutes early. Yeah. Because that's true. A, I'm excited to be on a date. Right. W- with a chick. And B, because I, I, I don't want to disrespect you by being late. And I think there's a slap in the face that you're going to plan to show up late. Then tell me 805. Don't tell me 8 o'clock. Because that's not cool. Well, she wants to make sure that she doesn't show up first. She wants you there waiting for her. She wants you to show her that you're so excited to be there that you've actually been there since 745 or Mm -hmm. earlier um, so that you're there when she gets there. She thinks it's rude if she shows up and you're not there, you know, even though in the real world. Stuff happens. I mean, if you're dating a guy that's like super busy. Yes, he's excited. You're a stranger. 
Okay. So he can't be excited to see you until he gets to know you. Like, yes, he's excited to see you on a first date. And if he's not there exactly at eight, you know, maybe something came up at work or he couldn't find parking or he was, you know, on the subway or whatever. Things happen. So I don't know. I for her that's because yeah. we agreed on eight o'clock. We said I said you want to meet tomorrow night at eight o'clock, and you said yes, I'll meet you at eight o'clock. Then show up at eight o'clock. Don't show up at ten after. Uncool. No, you better have a damn good excuse that there was traffic, that something happened, that you're well, late. I'm. That's not going to be a deal breaker for me. So here's the difference between her and me. Like I've. I'm in a relationship. She's still dating. So she thinks she's an expert because she's been on a bunch of dates. Trust Mm -hmm. me, girl. I've been on more dates than you. Here's the thing. I've learned over the years that some of the best guys just don't see time as a pinpoint. They see it as a window. So if you tell somebody eight, that's sometime before 830. And they're not being disrespectful. It's just the way they view time. And I think if that's really important to you, then you have to date somebody who sees time as a pinpoint the way you do. I respect that. But you could be dismissing a really awesome guy who doesn't see time the same way. My boyfriend is one of those people. Like, if I was to dismiss him because he's not punctual, I'd be single right now. Like, that guy doesn't, he doesn't understand time at all. He hasn't, for all the years we've been together, he probably never will. But I'm not going to, he's an amazing guy. And I would hate to be this girl being dismissive of a guy who's five minutes late. Okay, but that's different than what she's doing she's planning on showing up late joe's not planning to show up late he just is late he's trying to be on time he just he's trying to be time. on time and he just <laughs> yes. he doesn't understand he doesn't own a watch he can comp- he understands this girl plans to be late so that from the beginning is disrespect that's a little diva ish like she wants everybody there waiting for her when she like her big arrival you know yeah, is so important no. like she's so important her arriving you should be waiting for her arrival. Um, she also, this is kind of good. Like, I like that she says, don't pretend you didn't look me up before this. Because let's face it. I mean, anytime we meet anybody for anything, whether it's a date or business or even if it's like, okay, so like an old friend of mine got back in touch with me that I haven't seen in a long time. And he's trying to get some of our friends from back in the day together. I don't know if I'm going. So what I did was I, of course, went to everybody's social media to see like, who they are now, what they're about. Like, do I want to even hang out with these people? Do I, do I want to see them now? Like mm-hmm. back then we were super tight, but what are they like now? So I looked at everybody's Instagram or TikTok or wherever they are. And I'm not even dating any of them. So I think when you date somebody, you totally Google them, check out the social media. So don't, she's right. Don't pretend that you didn't check me out before you showed up on this. Yeah. Date. I'm not going to pretend I'm going to tell you straight up. I paid the 15 bucks and did a background check on you. <laughs> I know what your credit score is. I know how much you owe Macy's. <laughs> so I'm not going to pretend anything. No, I, I have no idea about your life. Be right. No. Right. Yeah. Um, now, this remember we had our friend um, Cornelia on and she had gone viral on TikTok because she said no coffee dates, only dinner. Right. Because she wants guys to spend the money. This girl's saying the opposite. She says no food, only drinks. Because she's saying if it's not working, she doesn't want to be stuck having dinner 
like having to finish a meal with a guy that she's really like mm-hmm. immediately not into. And that's what I've said. Yeah. Just have a drink, have coffee. You don't have to stick around. The more I've thought about it, because first I was kind of on Cornelia's side where I was like, yeah, spend the money, buy me dinner. I'm hungry. But then I thought about it. My time is valuable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think it's more important. She's right. Like, it's no food, only drinks. I'm with her on that. She also says the date will be maximum two and a half hours that her social battery runs out or she might get too drunk if she stays too long. It, don't put a time limit on it, because if I like you, it's going to continue for a week. <laughs> you know, this is going to be a very long date that's going right. to end with breakfast. So if you put a time limit on it, then not cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like when you really, really like somebody and you're totally jiving with them, I don't know, maybe I kind of agree with her because you want to leave them wanting more. You know, so I think I'm with her on that. Mm-hmm. Two and a half hours sounds good. Mm-hmm. I, I'm with her. My social battery does run out too. like, even if you're somebody that I love talking to and I'm so attracted to you. I feel like after two and a half hours, I don't want to start repeating myself. I don't want to share too much. I think it's smart that she's putting a cap on the night. Right now, there's 75,004 people on a dating app in your area. So if you put a time (laughs) limit on it, I'm going to leave and I'm going to date four more (laughs) women between the time that I left you and the time we date again. But that's fine. You should. You know, that way you'll okay. see how fabulous you said fabulous I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're fabulous. You showed up 10 minutes late. <laughs> you wore heels and we can't have dinner. We only can have drinks. Yes, you're fabulous. <laughs> um, there's three more on this list that we need to discuss. And one one of them upsets me. But before we get to that, she says the guy pays, but I will offer. And that's just a test. Right. What do you think about that? Well, if you offer, I'm going to let you do it. i mean if you go for your wallet and i go for my wallet if you get your wallet out first and you say no i want to pay i'm not fighting with you i'm the cheapest bastard in the world right if if you want to pay fine then i failed the test i don't get another date i'll swipe on the next woman i'm just saying that right if you if you want to play that game we can play that game Because you can pay. Yeah, I'm not testing a guy to see if he'll pay because I believe men should pay for dates and women were just so weak and silly and buy me something. It's not that. I just want to see how generous you are and how chivalrous you are and if you're a gentleman, because that's one of the things that is still very traditional. I know that there's women that are like, no, I'm paying my own. And I guess it depends on the guy. Like I have gone on dates with guys where I insist that I pay for me and they pay for them because I don't want them to feel like I owe them anything. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm not going there. Like I just, I want to pay for myself, but then there's some guys that I don't mind. You know, I have been on dates with guys that are like, no, I'm, I'm paying. I insist. And I go, okay, fine. I let them, I let them pay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I do that on a case by case basis. She has a hard and fast rule. The guy pays period. But I don't know. Mine is a little more flexible depending on who I'm with and what the situation is. Yes, I will pay. But if you go for your wallet, I'm just telling you, if you if it's a if it's a race, (laughs) if it comes down to a race and you pull your wallet and I pull my wallet and you're first, I'm putting my wallet back. Right. Sorry. Right. I hear you. Okay. here's the one that I take a little issue with. She said that a guy must tell her his birthday on the first date. 
and bonus time, it, bonus if you know your birth time. So not just what your birthday is, but what time you were born. That to me is a huge deal breaker because that says that she's going to go home and do your astrology chart or see if, yeah. if if you're a Sagittarius and she's a Gemini and and you were born at 4 a.m. and she was born at 2 If you guys are compatible, that is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. I, I, that is so stupid because that all the astrological stuff is just entertainment. If you're going to judge your relationship based on what month and date a guy was born and what time he was born and see if your astrological charts mesh up, uh, swipe left all day long. Yeah, that's a Russian tea leaf thing. Right. Where you read the inside of the cup after they right. drink it, but you have to know <laughs> the time and the exact time that they're born. Yeah, that's a that's a little too freaky for me. Yeah, me too. But it's not even freaky. It's just it's like it's a weird way to judge somebody. It's almost like well, why don't instead, instead of going on a date of any kind, why don't you just go to a tarot card reader together, have her read your cards and tell you if you're compatible. Don't even bother with the date. Don't waste my time with the date and the drinks and the sitting around. Just let's go to a fortune teller and just have them read my palm and read your palm. And then you can make a decision there. Like why? It's so it's so juvenile and it's so the idea, I, I know that people are into astrology and it's really fun to be like, oh, I, I only date Gemini's, you know, mm. it's like funny. But the idea that you actually think that because somebody was born in November, it has anything to do with their personality. I mean, there are millions of people born on that date that have nothing in common. So if you're so, I'm sorry, dumb to think that the day and time I'm born has anything to do with my personality and who I am, please, d like, I, I will not date you. That, that's a huge deal breaker. Do you know the time you were born? Doesn't everybody? No, I don't know. I don't Haven't know the time my kids were born. Really? Didn't look, I didn't look at my watch. Well, you were there. I didn't look at my watch. But was it day or night? I mean, did you have a sandwich or did you have cereal? before <laughs> yeah i don't know okay yeah i i would have to call my mom and i don't think my mom would know i think it's on my birth certificate but god only knows where that is right but that's the only way i i think i would know i i, I have no clue okay. i couldn't tell you I, I i think one of my kids was born at four something a.m and one was born at like two in the afternoon i don't know I was right. there. Well, I just didn't look at my watch. Yeah. Uh, well, I've, I've seen my birth certificate, so I know what time I was born because I've seen my birth certificate. I mean, and, and it, like I said, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't have anything to do with my personality or who I am. And to think that it does. I mean, I think you should sort of rethink how you see people. If mm -hmm. that's how you if if you will, if like if you're someone who's a I have a friend who's she's like, I'm a Scorpio. I can only date Aries. It's like, What? That doesn't even make any sense. Mm -hmm. So every Aries has the same personality. So you're going to, if you meet a guy who's a Virgo, you're not going to date him. Like, good. You've done the Virgo. You've done him a, a favor. That's a whole like 1960, 70. I know. It's thing. so old school. It's so, it's, it's not even old school. It's just old. It's like an old way of thinking. I'm just surprised right. that she's like 
Gen Z or millennial, whatever she is. Okay, here's the last thing. on. She's got a couple of other stupid things, but um, here's the last thing that she has on here that I thought was really interesting. And I don't I, I definitely agree with this one. A guy must text me to make sure I got home. Okay, like a follow up after the date. Her thing is she she has all kinds of anxiety issues like she she's an anxious. um, She said she's she's anxiously attached, like she looks at attachment theory, which is actually kind of smart that that's actually a better predictor of a relationship than if you're a, a Capricorn or not. But she has anxious attachment. So I'm glad that she's putting it out there because it basically says this is who I am. So I think it's a very honest thing. And I like the fact that she wants a guy after the date to be like, did you get home? Okay. Hmm. No, because I'm already on my second date. (laughs) You were my first date (laughs) of the night. Sorry. Forgot your name. Uh, didn't have a chance to text you and find out if you got home because I'm already on my, and so I'm on my second date. My booty calls coming up a little bit later. So I'm definitely not going to, text you then so yeah not that guy i i'm with her on that i like the fact that after a date whether we liked each other or not i think it's just a gentlemanly thing to do it depends how you got home if you dropped me off Mm -hmm. you should watch me walk to the door and watch me go inside and close my door like i think you should see me go inside yes um but like if we just if we usually after first date you just go hey nice meeting you and you go your way and i go mine I think it's a nice thing to text the person and be like, did you get home? Okay. Here's the problem with that though. There are girls out there that if you didn't like them and you don't want to see them again and you text them and say, Hey, did you get home? Okay. Mm-hmm. They think that means, Oh, this guy really liked me. Oh, I'm gonna have to ghost him now. Oh, he's really into me. You know, women don't necessarily see that as, you know, you being chivalrous or kind or thoughtful. Yeah, you're creepy. Yeah, some women will look at that and be like, oh my God, Jesus, I just, I saw you five minutes ago. Yes, I got home okay. I didn't die, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm with her. I think just being like, just, you know, hey, just checking to see you got home okay. Hope hope you had a good night. Goodbye. You know, just a little something to put like a button at the end of the night. If the date didn't go well, I can't text you because I've already blocked you. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. It's upgrade. It's the Cooper and Anthony show. Do you have Peacock Network? Well, if you remember, we only got it for that one month to watch the Tour de France. And as soon as the Tour de France was over, we canceled our subscription. I know, but you can still have it for free. You just kind of watch commercials. Oh, I didn't. Re- it's free. Yeah. Oh, I thought you have to pay for it. I didn't realize there's a free option. No, there's a free option. It's it's kind of like Hulu, but without the the pay thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah, well, then like I guess I guess I will sets. get it. <laughs> there's like six <laughs> stop sets in every show. So, it, right, right. you know, like today I was watching Creature from the Black Lagoon from, from like 1936, and there was commercials in it. That's weird. Yeah. So, but anyway, because I went on the Peacock Network and went, oh, look at all these great shows. There's a lot of great movies on there. And the reason why I went on there is because Demi Lovato has a new show. Oh, yeah. What is this one? I remember we, we talked about it when they first launched it. Okay. The show is her trying to find out Them. about. I knew I was going to do this. I planned it the whole time to say Them. 
they try to find out if aliens exist. Right, 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 right. So, okay. So they get with their friends and go and and find people to find out of aliens and ghosts and things like this. I don't know Ooh. why that's a Demi Lovato brand. I thought her brand was more singing and music, but I guess it's ghosts and aliens. Um, you know, what's interesting about a lot of these pop stars and celebrities and stuff, they have these little quirky side gigs, like these little side hustles, like something that they're into. And something that kind of makes them who they are, gives them a little more color. You know what I mean? There's a lot of that. I find there's a lot of those celebrities out there that are like, you know, you might not know this about me, but I love country music, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly they're like doing a show about country music. So, yeah, I guess Demi Lovato's whole thing this whole time has been their interest in the occult and aliens and space stuff and ghosts. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I saw reviews of the show first before I watched it, and there was one review that said, every second that I watched this, I wanted to put a gun in my mouth. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I, I could feel every second that ticked by, brain cells would die. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That's so sad. And then there was another review that said, this is the greatest show I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> So I said, how can two people watch the same show? One wants to kill their brain cells and put a gun in their mouth. And the other one wants to watch this 24 hours a day. How can this be? I don't understand. No, that's you and I all day long. I'll suggest a show to you. You'll be like, that's the worst show ever. I'm like, it's my favorite show. And then you'll suggest a show. And I was like, did you have a stroke? This is terrible. Yeah, but this makes you want to watch it because, you yeah. know, you know, usually bad reviews make you not want to watch a show, but the review right. was so great. The bad review was so great. I wanted to watch the show. So, yeah. So I want to bring up a piece <laughs> of this show and see if, if you want to not watch this show or if you want to say, I, I, I could care less. What's it called? It's called Unidentified with Demi Lovato. Unidentified. Unidentified. Here on the island. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Catalina is like a huge mysterious island. It's like UFO hotspot. Nobody knows the real reason. There's structures, there's weird anomalies. Yeah. So some blonde chick talking. There's a couple structures. There's one that's been in question for like a long Who's time. Who's this? It looks kind of like a little base. She knows about UFO. She's a UFO expert lady. I see. Okay. And, Got it. And Demi has pot leaf earrings on for some reason i just everything <laughs> about this is wrong <laughs> and it's really cool because there was another person that did like that he's got an earring from the, the 1980s collection from oh yeah so, so she's got a friend sitting next to her and that friend them. has earrings that look like yeah it looks like every like goth club kid from 1987 yeah it's the george michael collection right <laughs> <laughs> like one cross one onk <laughs> A small hoop. <laughs> yeah, so now they're talking about an, a UFO base underwater. Have you seen that? You ready for this? Here comes the UFO bait. Do you see it? What are they showing me? A UFO base underwater. You see it? 
I mean, I just see. Here's the other view of the structure. It looks like underwater. a drawing. I mean, this what is, is it? Water, yes. So this is now viewing from underneath. So you can actually make out the pillars. Do you see that? Oh, gosh. What? That's really stupid. So somebody drew a picture of something and Demi Lovato's pretending like it's something. Is that a base? I'd be like, ah, uh, yeah, that pretty much looks like one to me. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. When you say base, like literally, what do you mean? Like by yeah. It's a base. It's a UFO base underwater. So on Catalina, Potentially so alien base. It's not real. Strange okay, so in Catalina, there's an Just alien like the base underwater that nobody knows nobody, about oh except God, for finally know. Demi Lovato has found yeah. it. No. Is that what you're telling me? For, yeah, for this lady. Here too, which I with think the long hair. Extraterrestrial. That's what I firmly believe. <gasps> this so is so much. Everybody that lives here knows of the green door. If you ask them, like, oh yeah, the green door. Yeah, it's just the green door. It just appeared. Like, okay, so this green door appears randomly throughout right. this island, and one day the door will be there, and one day it won't be there. That's very believable. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, you just see everybody knows about it. Uh-huh. I okay. That there is Except Demi Lovato, who lives there, doesn't ETs know about it. And possible portals and USOs. So I want to learn more and I want to see what I can find out. I'm probably the, the biggest skeptic out of the. Oh, no, no. Cooper. Is. Thank you, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> Math- Matthew's all of us. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I'm going to wow. take it one step even further. Let's do it. Demi is a firm believer in mermaids. Yes. Mm-hmm. Are there mermaids on Catalina Island? I feel like if humans were to confuse uh-huh. something. Okay, now we're going to go into the to the mermaid world. You ready for of the this? Show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. if they were mermaids, we'd know about them by now. But okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Brittany saying like mermaids might be real makes me feel like I told you so. <laughs> Believe. That there could possibly be mermaids, which is a actually an alien species that lives in parts of the Indian Ocean, which we have never explored before as okay. human beings. And Columbus, Christopher, the Columbus audience is laughing at her. Seen three mermaids on his way to America. Yeah. All right. So. I just think it's, Seth it's Myers is like, mm-hmm. this, like really extremely convincing documentary gotcha. that came out. The Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a documentary that came out. Was it <laughs> the, the Little Mermaid? mermaid? <laughs> in a traditional sense, but definitely creatures. Aww, poor Demi Lovato. <laughs> so there's creatures that live in the ocean. They are mermaids. Demi Lovato is going to prove it to you, and she's told you this whole time. They, they, and you don't believe they say. You know, I would love if they took the show to wherever the mermaids are and did a maybe just interviewed a couple of mermaids you know hey people didn't think you believe have you ever seen little mermaid is it accurate Mm -hmm. do you talk to crustaceans you know is is your dad king midas like what do you you know how how tight are you with crabs walking around you ever come out of the water have you seen splash (laughs) right and you grow (laughs) legs somehow right if you come (laughs) out of the water and go on the beach do legs pop out and then when you get wet, the, the fin comes out. Right. <laughs> so. I just, you know, here's the thing. I love that Demi Lovato is doing this show because it's hilarious. And I, I like to think that maybe they do believe this stuff. And I think that I think they do believe that there are mermaids. because I've, I've heard Demi Lovato say that before. Um, I just feel like if there really were, we'd know by now. We would have seen. Everybody has a camera everywhere at all times. Somebody would have spotted a mermaid 
interviewed them. You know, Jimmy Kimmel would have had a mermaid on the show by now. Do you know what I mean? Like, we'd, we'd know. There'd be some, like, 2020 Dateline kind of investigation. I, I, I just, I feel like her, th- th- their show is entertainment. And if they end up finding something, that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't know. So maybe we can find out. We'll have to watch the show and see where that goes. Another thing that's happening around here coming up this month, mm-hmm. it's Flattoberfest. What? Yeah, it's it's Flattoberfest. I don't know what that is. Flattoberfest. You can, you can keep saying it over and over. I still don't know what it is. It's a, it's a festival for people that believe the world is flat. We are live here at the Magnolia Grand Center, mm-hmm. site of Flattoberfest 2021. <laughs> this will be our third event during the current uh, situation that the world is in right now. No better time for everybody to get down here, meet up, meet like-minded people, and hang out. Not only are we going to have this great event, this I wonder if they believe in mermaids. Two days long. <laughs> we're sure also going to have hundreds of us gathered in one hundreds. hotel. And we're going to go give you guys some footage soon. We're going to walk around here. We're going to show you some of the restaurants, bars. There's a bowling alley right behind this place. Uh-huh. And it's there's flat. even an indoor go-kart racing place. You know the bowling balls? That's like her. <laughs> Check out flatearthfestivals.com. <laughs> get your tickets. They and use I'll... discs. They don't use bowling balls. Of October. They throw frisbees. All right. So they bought at the bill- pins. They bought billboards. Church Street here, right around the <laughs> corner from the venue. It's just to my right. You walk out the door, you bang a quick left, and then you are headed down to where all the restaurants and bars and everything. But see, the streets that he is walking on right now are flat. Towards the hotel. We're gonna- so there you go. Yeah. Flattoberfest. I'm is- the most concerned. You know, it's almost like the Olympics when they come from all over the world for an event. What is he doing to keep everybody safe sexually are there going to be bowls of condoms are they going to be those kind of special mattresses they had with the olympics because you know the flat earthers are all getting together to get it on like that's really what this is he can pretend that they want to come talk about you know the earth being flat but what that's it i think it's flat you think it's flat take off your clothes like what else is there no there there's a lot of people speaking at this event just to let you know it's going to start at 10 o'clock Mm-hmm. There's going to be flat earth Intel at 1030. Mike Williams is coming up at 1145. Then lunch break. And then there's four more people. And then what's for lunch? Pizza? No, because that's round. What, 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 what are they serving? <laughs> well, pizza is round, but pizza flat. Also flat. That, also you know what? Flat. There's, there's a discussion. Pizza's round. It's also flat. So. Yeah. And Sunday, October 24th. It's the next day. They have a live Q&A. Mm-hmm. Lunch is a, 11 o'clock and then four more speakers. And then Odd TV is going to be there. So this is a I'm big just, thing. This is Flattoberfest. Right. I'm just telling you, as somebody who used to be a uh, body part market model, which means like whenever, whenever it was the shoe market, Um, I would wear shoes up and down a runway for the buyers or the hair market. They'd put stuff in my hair and show the hair accessories to the buyers, whatever. And while they actually had to come and like look at the shoes and look at the hair accessories and whatever else they were selling, mostly why they were there, why they came in from all over the world was to have sex. They were there 
to party. They were there to get laid. That was the main At thing. At Flattoberfest, you can get laid? Um, that's what I'm telling you. People are coming from all over the world because it's fun to go to a different place, a different city where you can go get laid. This is I'm telling you, you could tell me it's all about flat earth and all that. None of these things are ever about what they say they're about. It's just a new place and new people to have sex with. Okay. How much is one ticket to Flattoberfest? Um, is it a flat fee? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 an odd number actually. But there's eighty-seven dollars. How much? Eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. Nope. Hundred and fifty-five bucks a ticket. Whoa. That's a lot of money to get laid. And <laughs> condoms are round, so I don't know what they're gonna do about that. But they come flat. That's a good point. Okay, so maybe condoms are okay. So you can actually go to Flattoberfest. You could see the stones for less money. <laughs> <laughs> You can go in the flat and your chance of getting laid is about the same. <laughs> no point. So 155 bucks a ticket. Wow. And it's the only one in the country. So I guess right. everybody from all over the country is, is going to be coming to South Carolina to learn about Flattoberfest. You need to be really committed to this. Like you need to be somebody who's like, finally, I'm around other like-minded people that I can fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but aren't they worried that they're putting this on the same time the Renaissance Festival is going on? Wouldn't oh, those be the same people? It would be the same people. You're right. They have to multitask. Yeah. There's no way you can go to both in one day. They only have 155 bucks. So they got to figure out where to spend the money either the Ren Fair or Flattoberfest. Right. It's like I have to go be a blacksmith on Thursday, but then Friday I need to go talk to people about the earth being flat. <sighs> I need to go there, if, but <laughs> I'm not paying that much money. That's not going to happen. I want to wear a birds aren't real shirt to Flattoberfest. Oh. I bet they right. would welcome me with, with wide open arms. Maybe They'd I can get a there. press pass so I can interview <laughs> these people for this show. Uh, wait, it's near you in Spartanburg, right? Right. Well, why don't you try and get a press pass? Yeah, now go there and ask people questions. Yeah, well, I'm serious. Why don't you get a press pass? I mean, you, you're you are the press. We are the media. Can There's I no walk around with you... a globe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well they I think kick you me should... out. No, I think you know you should. If anything, you should walk around with the globe. Maybe like get get um, put, draw faces on it. You know, be funny about it. But I think that's a great idea. I think you should definitely go. Yeah, because I want to learn because, well, it, I think it's going to be scary for you because, you know, if I go, I'm going to come gonna back. You're going to be a flat earther, yeah. I'm going to be a flat earther. You know how we do it. The Cooper and Anthony Show. Okay, we are talking about, well, today is October 1st, which means it is the beginning of Rocktober. <laughs> yeah. 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 Tell rocks. I'm Rocktober. I we're talking about the people and the things in our lives that rock. We want to pay homage to the things that rock because it's Rocktober. So what do you think absolutely rocks? 877-6-COOPER. It's the Cooper Lounge Show. We'll go to Virgil if you can stop playing this music, please, for a second. Yeah, thank you. Hi, Virgil. Hey, how's it going? What rocks? Uh, my wife does. She does? Yes, she oh, does. No. 
<laughs> How come your wife rocks? Well, we just uh, we just had a child. It's our first child. She's uh, three and a half weeks old uh, today. Mm. And uh, I live in Cincinnati, but I work up here in Columbus. I work for Columbia Gas. So uh, she uh, she takes care of the kid uh, all week. Mm, you know, devotes all of her time. Right. And uh, pretty much, uh, she does it all. That I does mean, rock. And what's your little you girl's know? name? Well, well, we named her Kaylee Lynn. My mother's oh. middle name is Lee, so we spelled it K-Y-L-E-E, and her mother's middle name is Lynn. So oh, Kaylee Lynn. Kaylee Lynn. Sweet little Kaylee Lynn. Yeah. Congratulations. That that You know what? That rocks. Your wife rocks. It all rocks. With a name like that, you must move to the south, though. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> you can't be Kaylee Lynn and live up north. <laughs> There's a place in South Carolina for you, Virgil. <laughs> yeah, it's called Gastonia. Right, Go there. Come on. <laughs> Kaylee Lynn. Come on, there's 14 of them here. Come on down here, Kaylee Lynn. Say <laughs> <laughs> so Kaylee Lynn in a class, all of them go, why? <laughs> Hi, Robin. Hey, hey, how are you? Good, how are you? I am doing wonderful. Okay, so we're talking about the things that rock in Rocktober. We're trying to pay homage to the people and the things that we think rock. So, what do you think rocks? I think your book rocks, The Cult of Perfection. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Anthony. <laughs> Gets a Jethro Tull intro. That's good. <laughs> thank you, Robin. That's very kind of you to say. I appreciate that. I think it rocks because I am one of the people that is in the book. That's right. So that that's a very good reason why it rocks. Because I interviewed you for the book. You're in the book. and And I'm in the book. Yeah. So we think it rocks. That's exactly right. <laughs> uh, pick up a copy of The Cult of Perfection at bookstores near you. <laughs> By The Cult of Perfection. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Robin. That's very sweet of you. I appreciate you wanting to say On that. On sale now. <laughs> Welcome to Rocktober. <laughs> Coming soon, her new book. <laughs> I do have another book coming out, that's true. What's um, the oh, name of your new book? <laughs> the Cult of Celebrity. <laughs> coming soon to your store. No, not not until like February. We got time. Okay. <laughs> we got time. <laughs> okay, so it, it's October, or oh, I'm sorry, it's Rocktober. So we're asking you what or who rocks. We're, this is the month that we are dedicating to tell the people and the things and, and the books in our lives. We love you. You rock. 877-6-COOPER. Hi, David. Hey, what's going on? David, who rocks? The United States Marine Corps rocks. Who rocks? You got it. Who rocks? They, they absolutely I don't think there's anybody that can argue that point. Marines, they rock. Yes. Yeah, the Marines absolutely. Are you Marines a- rock. <laughs> ooh, rock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, out of the core now, my son just got through uh, training in California. He's back in town hmm. on the way to a cookout. Enjoyed some time with him. And uh, You must be just, so proud of him. Oh, yeah. He's. Good boy, volunteered, and uh, got a good head on his shoulders, got a good plan, and uh, all the guys in Lejeune, mm. uh, you just can't ask for no better. And how did and, the training go for him? Was it was it uh, harder than he expected? Uh, no, actually, he really enjoyed it. I gave him a lot of tips before he went in, 
So it was really like a uh, camp outing to him. Uh, <laughs> That's a guy that I want to be a Marine. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody that goes through Marine like training that calls right. it camp. That's the guy that I That's want it. to be a Marine. That's it. He just went through there and says, I couldn't let the DIs know that I had such a good time. Uh, <laughs> but he thoroughly enjoyed it. They enjoyed him. Most of the times, the drill instructor will not acknowledge anybody. Uh-huh. But uh, when I went to pick him up at uh, PI, they came up to me and said, you got any more boys? We need more like him. <laughs> Good job, David. Wow. That, that, you must be so proud of him. That, that's a oh. major, major. See, I got, there's some people that are just cut out for that. They're just cut out to be Marines, and thank God they find their calling. Oh, yeah. They, they really enjoy it. And also, uh, uh, I would say Godzilla rocks, but uh, <laughs> my little one, Stephen Zilla, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I got to give him a hard time. <laughs> I, I tried to call in here uh, a couple weeks ago when you had music that made you go real fast. Yeah. And I tried to get in, but I couldn't. I, I felt like getting a speeding ticket that night. <laughs> what's What's the music that makes you drive fast? Oh no. Oh, uh, uh, the the one song was uh, an Eagle song off the uh, Long Run album, a uh, Disco Strangler. Disco Strangler rocks. Oh, yeah. Disco that, Strangler that, Rock. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that'll get the old Porsche up to about 160. Oh. Now, David, if your son wanted to go into the Air Force, what would you have said? Uh, well, you know, they're, they're good. I mean, you can't, you can't knock none of the services. You know, oh, okay. David, David, if your but, son wanted to go to the Fashion Institute and become a designer, what would you have said? Uh... <laughs> After the name change? <laughs> Dad, I feel strongly about chiffon. What if he said that to you? And meet my new boyfriend, uh, Bill. That, don't right. ask, don't tell, Anthony. That'd be all right. I mean, if you made the money that Tommy Hilfiger makes, uh, <laughs> that's true. Work. That's that'd a good work. point. Fly around on a jet. <laughs> Thank, you, Thank you, David. <laughs> Hi, Tammy. Hey there. Now, Tammy, who are we going to honor for Rocktober? Oh, my God, my husband rocks. How come your husband rocks? <laughs> Tammy's husband rocks. Sorry, Tammy. Well, <laughs> That's okay. Um, so tell me, how come he rocks? What's so great well, about him? Because I'm always doing really stupid things, like I just locked my keys in my car at the gym. Tammy does stupid things. <laughs> And I do things like leave the salt in the freezer and the ice cream in the cupboard. <laughs> you know, I'm always banging my car into things. And he just he just kind of comes up to me with the sweet grin like, oh, my God, I cannot believe this is happening again. And he never, ever fusses. Hmm. He's just sweet as can be. And, I mean, I'm just a, a menace to society. I <laughs> tickets all the time. Driving like a bat out of Hades, and I always get all these warnings. And I just got out of driving school, and I've already got two warnings this month for speeding. It's like, you know, you'd think you'd learn at some point, and it, but he's just so precious, and he tolerates me, and I love him. Tammy's got a lead foot. <laughs> he's, her husband Tammy has to be related to. <laughs> a lot of different phrases to that one. <laughs> That's the whole idea. Give us another one. Um, oh, my God. Now I just go blank. Um, <laughs> now I just go blank. 
God. Well, Tommy's <laughs> husband, it's got to be related to Sean Lee. No one has patience like that. No. That's the patience he's, of a saint. He's wonderful. Yes, he's wonderful. See? Yeah. Get off Good the thing road. you found that yeah. guy. Get off yeah. the road, yeah. <laughs> Stay off the road when I'm on the road. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, we're celebrating Rocktober by talking about the people and the things that we think rock. Like chocolate-covered chocolate, rock. Chocolate-covered chocolate. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we want to know, who, do you, who or what do you think rocks? 877-6-Cooper. Hi, Jamie. Hi. Hey, Cooper. Um, one thing is, this is my first time calling in, so that Oh, that We rocks. love first-time callers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I called in to say my aunt, because she has been there for me the whole, you know, I had my son, and she helps me with my son. She babysits for me, and she's always there for me, so she rocks. She's awesome. And she doesn't have to do that, so she really does uh, rock. Yeah, she does. She's really awesome. She she helps me take care of him and stuff when I'm at work, which is it's really hard to find somebody to watch your toddler when you're working 12 hours a day. So. Absolutely. What's her first name? Uh, Terry. Aunt Terry rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, thank you for calling. That's we really cool. Thank long. you, and we can do it all night long. I know we really could. We really could. Uh, hey, Andrew. Well, howdy. Now, Andrew, who or what rocks? Ah, that's Marla Sokoloff. The actress from The Practice? (laughs) (laughs) Anthony doesn't know who that is. (laughs) Wait a second. Why does she rock? Well, have you heard her new CD? No. Yeah, she put it all together herself, putting it out herself, marketing it herself. Oh, I didn't realize that Marla Sokoloff was making music now. It's funny because they're showing old episodes of The Practice, and I was watching thinking, what happened to that cute little girl? Oh, still acting. Still acting and making music. Okay, so Marla Sokoloff's music rocks. We didn't know that. See, we've learned something now for this Rocktober. Yeah, you might want to check out her website if you want. I, now I'm going to because now I'm curious to see how much she rocks. Anthony, why are you laughing? Because <laughs> I'm getting emails from people saying, stop playing that because now I'm talking like that. <laughs> Stop playing that song. <laughs> I can't help but talk like this. Thank you, Andrew, for calling. Uh, <laughs> we got an anonymous call that wanted me to pass something along about what, what rocks. What? what also rocks. Uh, this unknown caller said, people sing. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who that was. <laughs> Some it's dude, a just some dude. I don't know who it's it was. A mystery. Who could possibly have said that? <laughs> yeah. So it's Rocktober. We want to. We're, we're celebrating who and what rocks in Rocktober. Eight seven seven six Cooper is the number. Hi Ray. Hey Cooper. So Ray, who or what rocks? You. I rock. No 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 no. It's, Ray has obviously been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Ray is obviously blind <laughs> and deaf. And deaf. <laughs> Ray, have you been hit on the head recently? No. Ray does <laughs> heroin. <laughs> Are you on some sort of hallucinogenic? Uh-uh. Okay. Mm. Knocking it all out. <laughs> what else is there? Nothing to you, baby. Okay. Well, okay. Well, I'm going to go with thank you then. Thank you, Ray, for calling. <laughs> and saying Cooper rock. And saying I rock. 
<laughs> People can be talking like that all night now. <laughs> it's talk like Jethro Tull night. <laughs> Okay, it's Rocktober, so who or what rocks? 877-6-Cooper. Hi, Sarah. Hi, how are you doing? So, Sarah, what rocks? I think that the Sean Lee Fantasy Football League rocks. Uh, Are you in it? Yes, I am. What's your team name? Um, All Day Ooh, you are in third place. Oh! Yes, I am. I was in first place the first week, and I tried to taunt you guys on Facebook. Yes, you did. I mean, a girl being on top, come on. Yeah, I, I know. I, that's the best the way, way I be. think. Nothing yes. wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> I have no problem wow. with that. Where am I now? And there's 14 teams in the league. Right. Sean Lee is dead last. <laughs> yeah, Sean Lee is number 14. Yeah, he's 0 he and 3. <laughs> Anthony is 12th. He's 1 and 2. How much money have I won? And I'm also 1 and 2. <laughs> I can't believe. I'm in 8th place. In the Sean Lee Football Fantasy Fantasy Football League, <laughs> Sean Lee is dead last. Sean Lee stinks. <laughs> Sarah, good for you at number 3. Yeah, I think it rocks. I think it's fun. I've, this is the first time I ever did it, and I was I listened to you guys all the time, so I was like, oh, I'll join in that. And, uh, <laughs> it's the first three. time you've done it, and Chad is number 8, and this is the 15th league he's been in this week and Sean Lee is in like a hundred of those leagues every year right. this year he was in zero and he's number 14 oh um sorry yeah I, I love it <laughs> I love the fact that Sean Lee who always does this who thinks he knows sports so well is is dead last right well I can't wait to play him mainly because I'll get another win but <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the only way I get a win <laughs> well, for Sean Lee it's easy Sean Lee, let's play football. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> For calling. <laughs> We're going to have to talk like this. <laughs> Another 10 hours. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, can we keep going? Yes. Will you let me? Okay. Um, you know what else rocks that nobody said? What? Gas whenever you want it. Oh, only in L.A. <laughs> that does rock. <laughs> I thought about that. I thought about gas whenever you want it does rock. So you can get gas whenever you want it in L.A.? Yes, you can. Can you really? Yeah, there's no gas How nice out is here. that? You'd have to drive all the way out here, but then you'll be out of gas by the time you get here. But... <laughs> I'll never make it. I'll barely make it home. <laughs> you know, it's oddly enough, today is also California Rideshare Week. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anyone does that out here, though. You don't? So, yeah, it's it's Rocktober. So, so aside from Rocktober, you know, it's uh, Gay and Lesbian History Month. Okay. October traditionally is National Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. Happily, it's National Cookie Month. <gasps> we love to eat cookies. Mm. No, you do. You and your animal practice. <laughs> And because it's National Cookie Month, it is also National Dental Hygiene Month. Uh-oh. Make sure that you're flossing. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, do you floss a lot? <laughs> Wait, Jason, say that again. Jason. Yeah. Go ahead. What'd you say? All right. My guitar teacher. Your guitar teacher rocks? Yes, he does. You got to sing it. <laughs> My guitar teacher rocks. <laughs> <laughs> he 
he plays really good. <laughs> he plays really well. <laughs> I'm a grammar Nazi. <laughs> Jason, next time you call in, uh, have your guitar. We want to hear you. <laughs> I have got a problem. <laughs> it is, is Rocktober, everybody. We're sorry that we've ruined you with Jethro Tull. <laughs> it's time to take a break. <laughs> it's the Cooper Lauren Show.